0: When it comes to the people on my team, I want 100% buy-in, or I'm working towards 100% buy-in in in working with us. And that means I want to do very little that violates trust and do as much as I can that builds trust. It took me forever in my career to figure out that when you hurt your team, you hurt their family, and that is where your team's gonna fall apart and stop performing the fastest. are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. If you're like me, you expect a lot from your team, and you want team members that are excited to come to work every day, that are really productive in their positions, that give you a ton of discretionary effort, and outperform the average team member somewhere else. If you're and, and I think if you're listening to this podcast, you can just make the assumption you're going to be a lot like me if you've never employed people before. It's coming, and you have to understand that you're going to want to have the very highest level producers in every position in your company. You're going to want A players, people who are exceptional at what they do, regardless of what company they're in, but they are incredible in your organization. And you're going to want people that stay that way and that improve over time and that are able to give you more and continue to ascend with the company. You know, there's this this myth in business that the people who got you to one stage aren't going to be with you to the next stage, but there's also a lot of businesses where I've been where they're wildly successful, billion-dollar organizations, and a lot of the founding members of the team or very early members of the team are still there. You know, to me, it makes sense that the people you build trust with, the people who support you, the people that are there from the beginning, the people that have the organizational knowledge can continue as well. But I think what happens is a lot of the time, as entrepreneurs, we do things that hurt our team, that spend their time where they weren't anticipating it, that take discretionary time away from them. And we do things where, you know, if, if we change our mind on something, or if we miscommunicate something and our entire team does all of their work and then they have to do it again, we are taking time away from somewhere and most of the time it's from their family. And so when we are making mistakes, when we aren't having it, when our teams don't work together, when there is a lack of clarity, we end up affecting a person's family. And here's here's why it's very real you don't wanna do this. This took me forever to figure out, in fact, I'll confess, it feels uncomfortable to do this. You know, I'm 46, but in my 20s, I used to think, like, I once had a team member have a baby, and he said, how much time do, you, do I need off? And I said, well, your wife's having the baby, right? And I was serious. I didn't realize that, I didn't realize at first the importance of something like having a baby, and I was so focused and so uh myopic, I was so single vision on success, on on running this massive company, on growing this massive organization, that there was just collateral damage all over the place. And there's a lot of reasons why I ran from that company. I, you know, I, I sold what was left, but I, I, I you know, I sold what, what I had, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it anymore. It was exhausting. And I hadn't done the right things. And here's what happens when you don't do that. When you Don't do the right things when you aren't, don't have a strategic plan. We don't have a clear communication system when your team can't anticipate what you need next. When they understand what their roles are, when you have the right things in place in your company, you're going to put your team members into momentum and that they're going to get a ton of support from their spouse in that case. And I'll tell you why that's so important in just a minute. But here's what happens. If you don't, you will end up in a competitive situation with their spouse where their spouse will compete with you for your team member's time, and they'll do it habitually. They'll say, hey, you're on your phone again. Is it work? Because they're frustrated with you, because here's, what we'll, here's why the spouse will get frustrated. If, the, if your team member's coming home and saying, oh, man. You know, if somebody on my team's coming home and saying, Alex changed his mind again, He's screwing things up. He won't listen. I tried to communicate with them and he just didn't have time and he wanted to to make a right hand turn and we were we had a project that was already laid out and he made it now twice as hard for all of us and we're gonna we none of us are gonna be able to finish by the end of the week and we're totally frustrated. You know what? The the spouse is gonna start reflecting that back to them. So you have to understand that the the conversation about work isn't just happening at work. If you have really good people who are married or in relationships, the conversation about work is happening at home as well. And you don't want the spouse to get defensive either. So you don't want to compete with the spouse and you don't want a defensive spouse. You don't want a spouse that says, you know, hey, are you answering a text message? It's, It's 530. You're supposed to be done at five. And you know, trying to, to really drive home uh, how frustrated they are with with the the business. Because here's what happens. When you hurt your team and you become competitive with the spouse and the spouse becomes defensive, you're now in competition for your team member's time. But what's more important is you're in competition for their effort, their energy, and their focus. And here's the big one. The focus, if their spouse is upset with you, they're always going to have a challenge, Focusing on their their positions because see I you can't you don't understand this until you've been through it. I don't think as entrepreneurs we intuitively think about these things like what are they going to tell their spouse about me or what are they what's going to happen at home if I really screw things up. But I want you to know this because I learned this in retrospect. I could see only after I did these things, the effect it had on spouses, the effect that it had on team members who had families, the effect it had on how they trusted me and how they they looked at me. And here's what I can tell you I've also experienced is the opposite is where we've, Katie and I've run a business together where there is a clear strategic plan and there is a clear communications cadence and uh, we have clarity on the team and people understand what they're doing and here's what happens when you have that. They're in momentum and they're excited and they're coming home and they're telling their spouse how excited they are and here's what happens. If they're in momentum, their spouse is seeing their spouse grow and get more excited and, you know, expand what they're thinking about and spam what they're talking about and tell them more about how excited they are about the business and if the spouse sees that not only will they support the career they will say oh hey it's okay if you're sending a text message or answering an email over the weekend or whatever it is because you know your team's gonna do that stuff mine does all the time like i can't stop them i tell them all the time they can take weekends off and then inevitably something someone asks or makes a suggestion on voxer or somewhere and then sooner or later the whole team's weighed in over the weekend they don't take time off but here's why i think that my team's like that is we have a system where they feel fully supported, they're in momentum, they're excited, they get the support of the support of their spouse, they're excited about working, they get the support of the people around them, their spouse supports discretionary time contribution when they say, hey, I need to take 20 minutes because there's something that came up this week, and we're really excited about getting a project done, the spouse is going to say okay. But if the, they they say, "Hey, I, this is the third week in row. I have to work late, you know, Thursday, Friday, and then some Saturday because Alex changed a project." I'm in trouble. And so, if you want to understand how to keep a players on your team forever, get their discretionary time, and have the full support of their spouse, you have to do the right things in your business. And if you get those things, if you have a clear strategic plan, if you have a communication sys- cadence, if you uh, have clarity on, around your team and, and there is a system in place to identify where your company needs, where what your company is going to need next and, and then put it in place, put the people, the process, the systems in place. If you have those things, you will get a ton of spousal support and you will get all of your team members' contribution that they can give you because if you're competing with a spouse at all, you're going to get a detuned, deleveraged, not 100% contributing team member. And so don't let that happen because if you're not steady in your decision making, if you don't learn how to predict the future, if you don't start treating your team with respect and letting them anticipate What they're going to have to do so that they don't feel behind and they don't feel like they're losing, you're going to lose the best team members that you have. And my argument is if you have a strategic planning system in place and you are allowing everyone to be in momentum and your entire team understands their role and there's clear scoreboards and everyone on the team is excited about their progress, the team members that you have today are going to evolve and grow and Uh, show you talents that you never thought they could have. It happens to us all the time. But if you don't, um, and you hurt your team, you hurt their family, and you will find that you have a team of people who are frustrated and you might not feel the frustration, but you'll feel it in always asking yourself, why isn't everybody more excited? Why isn't everybody doing more? Why do I not feel like everyone's really doing everything they can? Because on our team, we don't ever wonder that not even for a minute. Uh, Again, I end up coaching often that people should take some time off and um, give themselves time on the weekend. So If you want a team who behaves in the same way, who acts in the same way, who um, can support you and where you want to go, learn how to build a constructive company where you have the right systems and the right structure in place, so that everyone knows what's going on. There are clear outcomes, clear accountability, and scoreboards, so everyone is in momentum and excited about what they're doing. If you're, if that's something you're interested in doing, reach out to us. Go to alexcharfen.com forward slash apply or billionairecode.com forward slash apply. Our Billionaire Code Accelerator is a coaching program where we show entrepreneurs to do exactly that. Uh, and we are there's, – there's very few companies out there that play in our space. Um, we are – The company has the systems for hyper fast growth entrepreneurs. So if you've created an opportunity bigger than you can handle and you know you could be doing more and you know you could be selling more, you know you could be creating more and making a bigger impact, go to billionairecode.com forward slash apply. I'm going to guess that the questions on the page are going to be so insightful for you that you're going to start to see that we do things differently. Billionairecode.com forward slash apply. I look forward to hearing from you.